0: Found the Antidote with Dave Hawkins, and thanks for tuning in. Last week, I finished up our three part feature on the artist found at audio feed, but I did save this one artist interview for a special place. I found the music of the mailboxes to be really captivating, as they question how a journey into adulthood and responsibilities can change us. Jillian Ivy of the mailboxes and I met for a long and detailed talk about life, their music, and their latest release, Inside Outside, which includes our opening song, All I Know. Enjoy this conversation. The Antidote is at Audiofeed meeting with Jillian Ivey, best known, in the mailboxes. Thanks for joining The Antidote. Hi, thanks for having me. I looked up your band on social media and I had a huge surprise. I've driven over 8,000 kilometers as part of our travels to come here to audio feed, but that's nothing compared to what you guys had been planning about hiking the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's wild because it's, what, 2,000 miles?
2: Yeah, over 2,000 miles, um, but we really were excited about hiking, and we always are trying to find new ways to share art and share music because sometimes we get bored of the typical touring and show playing and we always just kind of want to shake things up for ourselves and make sure we're doing things that we're excited about and so hiking the AT became something we were really excited about doing and we wanted to make it happen
0: so this isn't like some act of penance
2: oh not at all it was just for fun total fun
0: well taking on that kind of a journey it makes me wonder if you look at music as just being a part of your life experience instead of being the focus?
2: Yeah, for us, for Logan and I, who Logan's my husband who's also in the band, um, for us music is more of a way to connect with other people. It's not like our main focus in life, but we just really enjoy it and so nothing we do is out of a forced we have to do this, but just like we're excited about music and we want to play music for people and it's something, you know, we find that connects us with others and helps us connect with ourselves as well.
0: I always want to hear about the roots of a band. So how did it all begin for the mailboxes?
2: Well, um, gosh, long story. So I started writing songs when I was pretty little. It's just kind of been a part of me. I love to sing and I'm terrible at remembering lyrics to songs, so I just make up my own songs. And in high school, it became more apparent like, oh, this is really fun. Like, you know, you start listening to bands and I got excited about that medium of music is like a band, you know, and creative songwriters. Um, And you kind of hear something You're like, that's something that I would be interested in doing. So I think when you listen to something or experience something, it it inspires you to kind of do a similar thing. And I think that's a lot how art works. So I was writing songs in high school and also just mostly performing like at church. my parents were always, like, pastors or worship leaders, and um, I didn't have an opportunity to kind of sing creatively until, like, high school when I would do, like, talent shows. And then when I was a senior, I had some friends who were like, do you want to play in a band together? And I was like, yes, like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. So we, like, got together and passed some songs along, and they were like, we like your songs, let's do those. And I was like, okay. And we needed a band name, and we were just kind of joke around and name everything that we saw and one day we saw a mailbox together and I was like we should be the mailboxes and I just loved it and it like I went home I drew a picture of a mailbox and like the little logo and wrote letters on it because I thought I liked the way songs could be like letters you were writing to people or messages and I liked that mailboxes are a very common thing it's just kind of a vessel for a message and I don't feel like I'm some like message creator but more of like I hold a message or receive a message and It's this way of communicating and connecting. And I find the way songs come to me, is just more like
0: inspiration. But you are so retro. I mean, mailbox is like mailing a letter. It's like, sure, it's email. Even that's almost gone. So really, are you living in the past?
2: No, I don't think so. I think the name, you know, obviously like people are like, oh, you know, do you like writing letters? And I'm like, no, it's more of a metaphor. I love making cards for people, so I guess that's true, but I generally like make cards for people and hand them to them. But for me at the time, it just was like, this is what inspired me. Just like when a song comes to you, or like even like the idea of hiking the AT in the lavender, it just feels like inspiration. So it's not like I'm some genius that came up with the name The Mailboxes, it's just like right place, right time, connected to me and felt meaningful. And now I have used that ever since high school. To be any place that i play music because i didn't like the idea of being jillian spears which was my name at the time before i married logan and um jillian ivy is a pretty cool name though maybe i'll switch that to that later just kidding but um yeah and then college i just played a lot by myself and then had different friends come in logan was one of those friends so we met dated um, but we were in separate bands he was actually a lead vocalist in like heavy metal music if you've seen him that makes a lot of sense He's got, like, tattoo sleeves and stretched ears, and he's, like, this big, ominous guy.
0: He looks like Brian Head Welch. Yeah, but
2: he's, like, the sweetest person in the world. And when I started touring after college, like, getting friends to come on the road with me, that's when Logan and I were married, and he just was like, you know, I think we should do this together. I think it'd be more fun. We're having a hard time getting other people to commit to the music as much as we want to do it. So then it became the two of us.
0: And you forced him to convert from being a (laughs) metalhead.
2: I did not force him. It was his idea, guys. Totally his idea. I actually didn't believe him because he was in my band in college and quit twice. So I was like, okay, you can be in the band if you want to. (laughs) Um, Logan's not feeling well. He's at home. We were on the Appalachian Trail, and we think he's got some sort of tick-borne illness, but we're not sure. And then he's just been going through a lot, like physically and mentally and... Had to last minute not come on the tour, but our friends, Esther and Liz, are with me, which makes it a lot more bearable. Um, I'm thankful for technology because I can text him and bother him every day, make sure he's okay. He's really sad he's not
0: here. So internet coverage on the Appalachian Trail is really good, is it?
2: Oh my gosh, you never don't have service. (laughs) It's Well, that's not completely true, but pretty much like... We were on the John Muir Trail uh, last year in August, no service. Like, our families almost sent out, like, helicopters. Like, two weeks, no service. They thought we had died. And we were totally fine. But um, on the AT, it's, like, everywhere there's service. So it's cool because you're able to share, like, as you go. Like, we shared a lot on Instagram. Like, specifically, it was, like, the biggest um, place we, like, shared stories and pictures. And then it would go to Facebook and Twitter even. And people just love following AT journeys and, like, I didn't realize that until we're out there and everyone's like we're living vicariously through you and like we love the lavender or we hate the lavender and we're like okay (laughs) but it was fun and you know when you have like people that don't like what you're doing you're doing something probably good
0: (laughs) okay but let's get into important things lavender why lavender
2: well when i started touring with the mailboxes originally i studied art in college and i'm just really into performance I, i also studied theater We started wearing primary colors, so red, yellow, and blue, and like me and my band at the time, um, who are some of my best friends, did our first tour, and that's like the colors we would wear at all our shows. And so primary is cool because it's like, these are the basics, you know, first album basics, right? I've been planning this record that we just released in April for a long time, and I knew that I really loved the color themes, and I thought, well, we did primary colors, let's do secondary colors, which are orange, purple, and green. But I didn't really like orange that much and I loved the idea like I loved the shades of like light purple and dark green. So I knew for a long time like okay, my vision is lavender and dark green for the next album. Um and then just kind of like as I was writing songs and coming together with the themes of the album and how it would come together, that was just in the back of my mind and then Logan a couple years ago, right when we got off like this month long tour, it was like our first really long tour together. We went out west and back, and we came home, and we were like, let's make our album now. Like, this is going to be our first album together where we're, like, we're both the entities of the band. And he had a really bad work accident and broke both of his arms. Mm -hmm. So two years ago, we were at Audio Feed, and Logan, well, he was there, but he couldn't play drums because his arms were broken, like, really badly, like a wrist and an elbow. Like, if you break an arm, you don't want to break a joint. And so we had surgery, and it was a really long recovery. So, like, we went from, like, Let's make an album to like let's make sure logan like heals and as well and while he was recovering is when we started getting into hiking because he needed a vision of like something he could focus on and he was like you know i've always really wanted to hike the john muir trail and my legs work fine <laughs> So could we plan that? And I was like, yes, like anything to make you happy. (laughs) You don't want to tell a broken armed man who can't like work or play drums or make art, which is like his life, that we can't go on a hike. And I'd never done anything like that before. But I was like, I know I want to be with you. Like, I know I want to, if you go, I'm going to go. We started planning all year. And then while we were planning the hike, we were planning the album at the same time. So they just became this like, oh, like we want to keep hiking, but we also want to tour. had these ideas for these colors and the songs were pretty much finished i knew what i was going to do and i was like what if we did like an art hike like what if hiking was more than hiking and we wore like one color completely kind of like our band had worn in the past because i just thought that would be so beautiful like being out in the wilderness but like having like completely monochrome (laughs) i just was really excited by that idea and brought it to logan and just developed into what it was we're like well then we could like actually play music on the trail like what if we brought instruments and what if we played for people and then i started to create the artistic vision behind it so it was almost like working backwards it was like these are the colors i'm going to use and then it became the album is called inside outside and so lavender was to represent like inside like your internal world your internal struggles like searching for who you are and why you are the way you are and the things that um, affect your life internally and then dark green was external and like the things that happen in your life like breaking your arms or you know like it could be positive you know or like marrying logan green makes a lot of sense for external because nature and lavender makes a lot of sense for internal because i think lavender is like this very creative and human color like it makes you think of like both beauty but also Creativity, but also like comfort like humans really love comfort and they want to protect themselves and so I just had this thought and Was like, oh, it can be this big metaphor and then hiking the AT's like the green is the external and then like we're bringing Ourselves which is the purple to everyone. We're saying these are our songs This is us inside and we're trying to show it to you outside And so yeah, and we just got really excited and did to work and make it happen
0: Jillian and I had lots to talk about but let's bring in some music The only thing our next song shares with Jackson Brown is the song title. Here comes Running on Empty.
1: Don't have much time cause I'm working To write my songs and be with my friends When I don't work I feel crazy Don't wanna seem like I'm late money running for the money running
0: don't remember the colors of your first release but why don't we just touch on that for a minute because you had your first EP postscript and you had this fun cheery little song called wake up Uh how similar is your early music to what you're creating now
2: well wake up is not even our first that's our second so we have an album called red flags that I recorded when I was in college my senior year of college it was the first thing that came out and like Everything is always based on songwriting, so I'm a songwriter. I'm not necessarily, like, a stylized band entity, and I I have a lot of different tastes in music, but it definitely is always pop. But the first record, I think, is more organic. It has more, like, piano sounds and acoustic guitar sounds, and just, like, that's the basis of that album, because that's what I had access to growing up like Mm -hmm. I had a piano and I had an acoustic guitar and it was all like live drums and you work with what you have and that was like the style I'd been used to playing and so that was the style of that record and obviously it's not folk music because you'd think more like guitar bass but definitely a little more folksy with the first record and then the postscript EP came after that and I don't know it has its own style too it's almost like the middle of like where our next album went so it kind of got a little more production and a little more of like weird quirky things that I was interested in like I think I had more to do with that album than the first record I had like my older brother and his friends kind of helped me produce it and it was a lot of their style going into it and then the second album I, I had like more of a hand in where it went stylistically and now The third album has been definitely like, Logan and I did like all the music for it like we played the instruments and like had the vision for the songs and I wrote the songs but Logan had a huge hand in stylistically what happened and Logan's a great support and help to me because it's not a battle with us he's like I always want to make the most Jillian thing that we can like I want (laughs) to he always like tries to emphasize more like my style and help bring it out of me instead of it being a battle Because you know, it's hard to be yourself and you're always wondering what other people think. But when you have someone on your side that's like, no, like, be yourself, like, do what you think you should do, like, don't question. And so, the most recent album is definitely like the most us that it's been. Not that those other albums weren't me, I really like them. It's just like um, I had more of a hand in the production in the last one. And also, your style changes for sure. It's still very keyboard based, but I'm also playing electric guitar on it myself. And some of it has, like, electronic drums.
1: Well, they say the heart's deceiving, and mine is the trickiest one. And it's led me to become something I... Never wanted the places that it's brought me once seemed like bad memories, but they've come back to haunt me, and I'm ripping at the seams. You should have kept your mouth shut on that.
0: From the name, I should have guessed that the mailbox's release postscript wasn't their first. So I did pull in a song from the mailbox's first release, Red Flags. You just heard Keep Your Mouth Shut. On the next part of the Antidote's talk with Jillian, she tells us about how Faith meshes with her life and music. Since the Antidote looks at everything through a Christian lens, I want to ask the question, does Faith influence your worldview?
2: For me, it's very impossible for it not to. I think I grew up in the Christian faith and my dad is a pastor and my mom um, leads worship and that has influenced like everything for me growing up. Um, And even the way I look at the world now, I think is very influenced by that and like by my relationship with Jesus or God. I don't know. I'm at a really interesting point in my faith where I feel like a lot of structure has been taken out of it, but I've been really enjoying the ability of searching for myself instead of necessarily um, falling under a structure. Which is funny—we've been kind of talking about that. I've just like led worship in churches my whole life, and I found it very sometimes challenging, like in high school years and college years. But I found a really beautiful small church that I went to, like in college, and when Logan and I were first married, that offered a lot of hope and like help to me and community to me that I loved and have always been interested in finding how does my faith, you know, influence my music? How does my faith influence everything that I do? Um, My marriage, my friendships. And um, I remember when I first started making music or like made the mailboxes first album, I was really concerned because I was like, well, this isn't worship music. Like this isn't like our God is an awesome God like 20 times. And I was like, is this bad? Like, am I doing something like, do I need to only make music that is like worshipful or like, Talking about how good God is, um, but that just like wasn't the music that was coming to me, and um, I just remember in my head like, I guess for me it was like this is what I thought God was telling me at the time was just like, well, do you think like that I couldn't have inspired like the songs that you made now, and do you think that like I couldn't use that, and I was just like, well, I guess you're right, and I feel okay doing this now, and I think pursuing music has been hugely like part of my faith and like undoing what I thought was okay to be as a musician. And as an artist, you know, I just think God is a creative being. And so I find that my creativity comes directly from a place of my faith. It's really hard to get even out of that spot where I'm not like just constantly talking to God or wondering, I don't know. And I found like even hiking was a really beautiful thing in my faith that has helped me grow a lot as a person. And there are some solids in there but yeah i'm always thinking about how faith affects every aspect of my life so
0: you just spoke about reevaluating, and that aspect certainly comes out on the song calculations mm-hmm. it talks about doing everything you're supposed to which doesn't always improve your life in the song you say i've made calculations can i uncalculate them so can you i
2: think for me that song came out of a place of your internal psyche is based out of like all these things you've experienced in your life so from a child you're you're learning to survive by learning the rules of the world and oftentimes if you don't fit in those structures it's going to be more difficult for you and so even as an adult you carry those with you like things your mother told you to do and things your church told you to do and things your teachers told you to do and looking at magazines and them telling you what's the appropriate way to behave or tv shows you have all these things outside of yourself that are determining your thoughts of who you should be and how you should become and what's valuable and everyone has that and everyone has a different set of calculations of um who they want to be and as i was growing older and in college you know you start questioning a lot of that but even as you question it that doesn't mean they go away so i came to this point where i was like i don't want to value this but i really still do I wouldn't say, like, oh, I, I don't value money that much. But then I become an adult, and I'm like, well, I'd really like to, like, have nice things. And, I, you know, I see my friends. They have, like, plants and, like, nice furniture and, you know, art on their walls. And that costs money. You You know, you can't just say, like, oh, I don't care about money and
0: you have to have money to replace those shoes you're wearing out on the trail (laughs)
2: exactly or just you know you don't realize that you know you think at a certain point you should be a certain place and even though in one side of my brain I thought no that's not true another side of my brain was saying no like this is important and in that song it talks about self-image that's a really easy one to talk about so like growing up you don't want to have self image issues but many people do Based off of society and like what they think like I should be thinner or I should be this or that or a lot of people have insecurities from their families and like my mother I think instilled a lot of things in me that made me think like oh like I need to worry about my weight and I need to worry about my health per se but really it's about appearances and so as a grown-up I thought I don't want to care about that but I still found myself caring about that a lot and so it actually takes active work even if you don't want to care about something it takes active work to undo that bias you have towards yourself and towards other people i think and so uncalculating i think is definitely doable but it's a process and that's what inside outside is about is you have to actually search internally you have to search externally and be observant and also be wondering like why do i think this way is it correct do i like that and then you have to actively work to undo i think things you don't want to believe anymore Hi, this is Jillian Ivy of the Mailboxes, and you've got the antidote.
1: And sleep eight hours a night Put money in my savings Cause anything can happen Get married and have babies Cause what is life without them? A spiritual
0: You see the mailboxes being labeled as indie dream pop. But really, that's not all that accurate because I've been picking up a number of different styles on the new release.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think finding a genre for us is really hard because we don't fit into like a niche genre or like a genre that's like, this is exactly what we are. A lot of times we try to say art pop because we like to bring Mm -hmm. in more elements than just music into what we do, like with the hiking and like the performance art. Like even at our shows before we did the hike, we were always trying to do different things that would be more unique to every show so that it wouldn't be the same every time. Like one show that Logan and I had this ridiculous vision for is we we bought a humongous cardboard box. Like I'm talking like bigger than us. Like we could have fit inside the box. Like it was really big. We brought it on stage with us and it was literally just Logan and I and then the box in between and we wrote with Crayon Magic Box on the outside of it. And during our set with theme with our songs, like different things would be coming out of the box, like bubbles or like like a paper towel with like writing on it to go with like our song calculations or like balloons or um, paper airplanes. Uh, one time Logan put his drumsticks in and like out came like drumsticks that were the size of baseball bats and he <laughs> had to play a song with them. So we're just always trying to think of different ways to to not only make the show interesting for other people, but for ourselves. Because, like I said, music is like a a vessel for us to like connect with other people. So if we go to a show and we make no connection and we just play it and we leave, that doesn't seem like successful to us. We like want someone to come and be like, why did you do that? Or like, like, I really liked that. Whether it's like a negative or a positive reaction, we just want to connect and we want people to engage with our art. And we find that doing more exciting things for ourselves helps that happen.
0: Well, talk about that songwriting experience. Is it natural for you, or is it something you sort of have to drive yourself to complete?
2: Um, I think it's natural for me, but I think a lot of really good songwriters do push themselves really hard. And I think you just have to come to terms with your style and who you are as an artist, because for me, I'm definitely a comparative person. So growing up, you know, you'd hear something and you're like, well, I'm like that. That must be good. Or like you hear something and you're like, well, I'm not like that. Maybe I should be more like that. I'm definitely interested in pushing myself, but with songwriting, it is something that's always been really natural for me. Not that it all comes at once, but I don't like to, I don't like to push songs. I like to let them come to me. So like I might write a song really quickly in one in one session and I'll be like, wow, that was really fast. Or I might, you know, write a verse and be like, well, I don't have anything left right now. And then like a month or even a year later, I'm like, oh, this is where that is coming from. So every song has a different journey, and I kind of allow the songs to do that. Because I think sometimes when I force writing, it's generally not my favorite writing. But when it's something that I'm just like, oh, that's the right piece. And I think, though, to be able to write songs, you have to be actively open to songs. Like, I wouldn't expect to write a song if I never listened to music, or I never played music, or I never sang. I think inspiration and finding inspiration in your life... Or sometimes it's not even inspiration. Sometimes I think songwriting is a way for me to process things that I that I don't know how to process any other way. Like I'll write a song and I'll be like, oh, that's what I think about that. And that's how I feel. And you're allowing yourself to feel the things you might think you're not supposed to feel. Some people like to write diaries, and I like to write songs.
0: I guess a little bit earlier I had mentioned about that Dream Pop label, but some of your songs really make it sound like the dreams aren't always happy. <laughs> I mean, the overall impression I get from Inside Outside is that growing up and taking on responsibilities are a struggle.
2: Um, You're talking about the struggle, and I think everyone has a lot of different types of struggles. And for me, Inside Outside, it's me sharing my experience, but a lot of people can relate to that experience, or they have their own experiences that aren't the exact same, but are similar, or their own struggles And I think growing up for me has been being honest and open with those struggles. I don't know. I feel like I really enjoy being an adult because of the growth I've seen. Whenever you invest in yourself and you face your your problems and you're honest with yourself and you work on those things, that's, I think, been the most satisfying thing in my life as far as seeing my own personal growth. But in order to get there, I think you have to really be open
0: with yourself and open with your struggles, both the joy and the
2: difficulties.
0: what what's fun about your music is that like, you are really self-revealing. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting with one of your songs because you talk about going back to your old house on the song MySpace. <laughs> if you could, would you really want to go back in time?
2: Well, so I went back to visit
0: my old home
2: that I grew up in. It was the house that I most identify with, like my childhood and my family. And even like Logan and I lived in that house when we were first married and my parents were selling it and they were like do you want to come back and see the house and i was like no why would i want to say goodbye to a house like that's it's a house like it's not a big deal and she was like well you have some things here come pick them up so i like went and like i'm so nostalgic so i don't know why i thought like this was going to be fine and easy i'm always surprising myself it's like the same thing where it's like you think one thing but you believe another thing so i thought seeing this house was not going to be a big deal but i deep in my like belief it's like oh no like Houses are not just houses. They're like memories and they're like They represent much more than just a building and I went and like walked through the rooms and like like all the songs I'd written there and like all the experiences i would had there like major life experiences you know heartbreaks and family problems and family memories of like holidays and Just like was surprised at how much it affected me and I think for me it was like, oh, this is like the end of an era Like my family doesn't have a space anymore. And like I didn't have a place I felt comfortable anymore. Like I was newly married and Logan and I hadn't really been settled in yet. And I didn't feel like I had another home yet. And like change is really hard for me. I'm just gonna be honest. Like I tell myself I love change and I love different things. And then I change something and I'm like, ah, I miss what was before. (laughs) And it's just that comfort. But you're not able to stay in the same place. And I think it's okay, though, to mourn that. And to So I went home, and I was just weeping. And I was like, why am I weeping? Like, I don't know why I'm crying. Like, this is just a house. Like, it's not a big deal. And, like, just, like, went to the piano, and, like, everything, like, came out. And it was very ballady. Yeah, just realizing that this was more to me than that. and And objects can mean more and represent more to you. So, yeah, it wasn't necessarily that I was crying about the house being sold, but it was just about like, the place I was in, and I was in a lot of discord in my life, and I wanted that house represented home, that house represented safety to me. And that was, like, a big thing. Like, oh, like, I need to be safe in myself. I need to be at home in myself. I'm holding on to these things as, like, these hold who I am and how I feel. But realizing, like, I could be at home in any place if I, like, had a home inside of myself. Um, But I don't know. I don't think I would go to the past... I, I'm definitely like super nostalgic, and I I used to struggle a lot with like going over memories and being really sad about things changing, but I'm definitely more trying to be actively in the present and realizing the beauty of just being where I am right now, which I think is that literally how the record ends. It's like every day is another chance to be right here because you, you can't look ahead. You don't know what's gonna be tomorrow. There's nothing wrong with reflecting or planning for the future, but I like to live Mostly in the present now.
0: was the song MySpace, which is spelt the same way as that almost extinct website. Coming up, we find out if Jillian's husband and bandmate Logan can be emotional. I've mentioned about sad songs yeah. on Inside Outside, but it's not all sad. It does get emotional because you do the song every day is a holiday. <laughs> I mean, what a great love song. But <laughs> here's the question. Did you just write that to make Logan cry?
2: No, Logan wouldn't cry at that song anyway. He just makes fun of me for it because, so like, I love holidays and I love special things and special occasions and I like people making a big deal of my birthday and Logan's the exact opposite. He's like, I don't want to like make a fuss over a day. Like, I don't want to be forced to feel happy when I'm not happy, you know, and so he just has this angst against it. And um, that was like a real place of contention in our marriage, you know, like. I want you to do something nice for my birthday, you know, We're like, I want this and that. And like, we would had some like fights about it. And but it's funny now. But one birthday, Logan tried to make me a cake that went very badly. <laughs> and I was like, really rude to him about it. Apparently, I thought I was being funny, but I was being rude. And I was just like, Oh, my goodness, you couldn't even make the cake, right? And he was very upset. And he decided that I couldn't have any more birthdays (laughs) so he told me my birthday was cancelled which he held true to for a whole year because Logan is very committed to anything Um, he will stick with it and so when I kind of came to this point where I was like well like I could be sad that Logan doesn't like holidays or I could be happy that he wants to make every day an enjoyable day for us and every day you know is beautiful and can have good experiences like i don't have to wait till christmas to get excited and often holidays can be very disappointing and difficult for people because we have all these expectations which i definitely struggle with i have like an expectation and then i get disappointed so i leave these impossible standards for myself and everyone else and like well we're going to be happy on christmas and if we're not happy then christmas is ruined so um every day was a holiday was kind of me apologizing for (laughs) the birthday cake incident and also just realizing that I was really happy to be with Logan and that I love having him as a supportive partner and how we get to do so many things together, like play music and travel and tour and, like, how many people get to do that with their spouse. So that was what that song came from. And, yeah, I I don't think he cries to it. I think he knows he's loved. He doesn't need songs to tell him that. But it, I do love that snarky song. I think it's it, like, fills this, like happy sappy void but then is also like but we're not perfect and you know we have our own issues and kind of playing at our relationship and I think that's really important is to be honest with yourself and you know but also like be madly in love and realize that you're really lucky the
1: calendar tells me the day and when Two relights of sugar cane, but then he came.
0: And that was Every Day's a Holiday. The songs in the mailboxes are serious and thoughtful, but their live shows are so different. The banter between the band members is perfect. I mean, they're hilarious. I couldn't recommend more about going to one of their shows. As my wife said to me, it's engaging. Next time in The Antidote, we meet with another female-fronted band as we speak with Laura McElroy of Comrades. It's been a few years since I last spoke with the band, and they've released some seriously great music since then. Join us for that talk. This is just about it for tonight, so let's head back to Jillian and have her speak about the title track from Inside Outside. See you again next time. Funny thing about this interview is that I could have really condensed this down tightly by just beginning with my final question, because really all these questions are virtually all answered on the title track from Inside Outside. Can you describe the song?
2: Oh my gosh, Inside Outside is like this crazy magical song that's really, I don't know, it's people that hear it either love it or they're like, wow, you really went for it. (laughs) Because it's just got these really interesting time signatures. But I wanted to have a song that embodied the record and like was almost like an ending cap. And um, I think it's just really fitting that the beginning is like, all I know is at the beginning of the record, which is just like, like, this is all I know. It's like, I don't know. But then every day is a holiday is like, well, here are some things that I'm trying to work towards. Like, I've gone through all these lessons in adulthood and like, I'm trying to be who I want to be. And like, I've decided who I want to be or some of these things. And the the chorus is I want to get my inside outside. So it's just saying like, I don't want to be stuck in my head, but I do want to get things done. But I don't only want to be like all action, and not thought. About who I am, so trying to find a balance of, you know, I'm thinking about who I am, but I'm also balancing that with motion and action, and I'm not going to get, you know, stuck in my head about everything I should do. But I'm going to put some thought into it, and I'm going to be okay with trying, and I'm going to be okay with failing, and I want to be childlike, which I think is a theme in the record. Like Mortgages even says, like, I want to be a kid, and that's not to say that I really do want to be a kid, but I want to go back to like the innocence and the carefreeness of childhood with the like taking on the responsibilities of adulthood. I think Inside Outside is just saying like, I want to be a free adult that is caring and loving, but also thoughtful and willing to be weird and willing to be eccentric and be the most myself I can be. And I wanted that song to just be something that excited people. So it's definitely very like upbeat and something that I hope like people will learn. And then like, we're all like singing it together so that's kind of what the vision was for that song. And I think it came together really well and expresses like what I wanted the album to be about.
0: So I guess we've been speaking here with the weird Jillian Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Anyway, thanks for coming to the antidote, Jillian. This has been a lot of fun.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I want to grow
1: up But I want to keep my inner child I want to be at home in my body and my mind I want to stay up late Writing songs as I search my insides. I wanna wake up early and see the sunrise over the mountainside. I wanna get my insides outside. I wanna just live in my mind, but I don't wanna act without inside. I guess I know I when it feels right. I wanna get my outsides inside. I wanna just autopilot my life. I'd like to try to make a wrong right and maybe make something out of my time here. Get my insides outside I wanna just live in my mind But I don't wanna act without inside I guess I'll know it when it feels right I wanna get my outside inside I wanna just autopilot my life I'd like to try to make it belongs right And maybe make something up my time here